Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, certified transformation coach and mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Welcome to another episode of Your True Self. If there was ever a juicy conversation to be had, this is it. I sat down with Kylie Holmes to chat through all things past life healing and intuition. And gosh, do we dive right in. If you've ever been curious about playing with and trusting your intuition, this is the episode to listen to. Kylie is a past life healer and intuitive coach for big hearted women, light workers, and leaders. She supports her clients to land in their full essence and embody their wildly messy, beautiful self so they can remember who they are at soul level and thrive in this world as the powerful human that they are. Known for her grounded magnetic energy and her powerful intuitive guidance, Kylie holds her clients in unconditional love, which allows them to dive into the depths and come home to their truth. Her clients often describe working with her as transformational, magical, life-changing, validating, and more often than not, a little bit weird in the best ways, of course. You'll often find her writing and singing songs for her clients, snuggled up on the couch with her dog, Bodhi, or with her feet in the earth, immersing herself in the beauty and magic that surrounds us. I cannot wait for you to hear the wisdom that Kylie shares in this episode because it is amazing. Enjoy. Hello, Kylie. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Mm. Yeah, so welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh, always. <laughs> and oh, I feel like it's just always so special doing guest interviews, knowing that everybody is different and not really knowing what's going to come through. Yeah, I 100% agree. It's like that's what I love about them as well. Let's just see where the conversation goes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And firstly, because I'm curious to know this and I'm sure so many other people will, and I know this conversation is going to be so juicy. You are a past life healer Mm -hmm. and coach. I would love to know what past life healing is. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Let's kick it off there. I freaking love this question so much, obviously, being Just a dive myself. Right it's, it's no fluff here. <laughs> and I, I also love that there's like no fluff and we're just like right into it. Yeah. Um, okay. So let me preface this and say all of what I share basically is my beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so whoever's listening, take what resonates, leave the rest always, 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 in whatever space you go into really. But basically my belief with this is we reincarnate into this lifetime right and we have lived oh so many so many different lifetimes before so many different lifetimes we have lived so many different experiences we have like experienced so much pain we have experienced so much love and laughter and just like lessons throughout all of these lifetimes and obviously when we reincarnate we don't remember that, right? <laughs> Luckily, because I mean, what a shit show it would be if we did. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, it would be. No, but three horrible. lifetimes ago, I didn't like this. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I'm just meeting you for the first time, but I know that you killed me like last lifetime. So <laughs> just, I don't want to know you right now. <laughs> it would be terrible. And so for good reason, we don't remember that consciously, right? Um, and at the same time, like our subconscious mind does. And so every cell of our body remembers every lifetime, every memory, every pain, 
um, every hurt that we've ever experienced. And so we bring that, we do bring that with us on some level into this lifetime. And so when we reincarnate, we come into this lifetime with all of these different themes. When I say all of these different themes, one or two different themes as to, you know, what we need to learn in this lifetime to really get to the level or get to this next level that we want to get to, right? So it could be the theme around relationships or it could be a theme around money. And, you know, these themes, they constantly come up in our lifetime to <laughs> stir the pot and to like really test us in regards to um, the lessons that we're here to learn. And so when I think about my life personally, uh, like I totally think that I'm here to learn about relationships, <laughs> in particular, probably romantic relationships. Um, and also, I definitely th feel like there's a theme around money as well that I'm here to learn. Mm -hmm. And so when, when we talk past life healing, basically, the work that I do is to read I guess you could say somebody's past life um, so that we can understand what's going on in the past life and then we can heal it so that it doesn't affect us in today's lifetime. Mm. So when I speak to relationships, for example, here, say, for example, in a previous lifetime, you married um, this person that you are now married to in this lifetime, right? And you've experienced all of these different emotions and different experiences with this human. And maybe they've hurt you. Maybe they have um, betrayed you or really um, treated you in a way that doesn't serve you. And so within this lifetime, you've brought in all of these different things within this lifetime. Um, you've, you've brought in all of these beliefs around this person. Mm -hmm. And so you might be treating them in such a way that represents your beliefs around this past life mm. because our souls our souls still remember that mm. and so within past life healing we're able to heal that and we're able to heal the karma we're able to really understand that what's gone on has gone on in the past life we can let that go and that relationship can move forward for like uh the best of everyone's you know for the best interests interests of everyone right and so there's so much, there's so much that it can support you with, like that relationship is just one aspect of it. Uh, it can support you with like limiting beliefs. Like for example, you know, if, and I don't want to say limiting beliefs, let's, let's use the term fear <laughs> and like, yeah. um, for, for, for different reasons, but uh, like, I think within so many different lifetimes, you know, I think so many people today, so many people today have been burnt at the stake. Mm. So many people have been, have reincarnated into this world right now that we're living in and are experiencing issues or um, they're really experiencing pain from that moment yeah. of being burnt at the stake. They're, um, they're not trusting in their power fully. Mm -hmm. Because like literally in a past life, they have been, they have died yeah. showing who they truly are. Yeah. And so all of these things, ourselves remember them and we action mm. all of our behavior from our subconscious mind. Well, not all of it, but a lot of it. Yeah. And so past life healing just allows you to dive into that work on a completely different level, on a mystical level. It's like, there's so much magic involved in this. It's yeah. wild. Like every time I go into a session like this, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine. And there would be so many, you know, for you and your clients, it's one of those things. And it's so interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, it's almost like the things I'm not going to say problems the reasons that people work with you and the things that they want to heal are very similar to mm -hmm. the reasons people choose to work with me but they're all the way it's done is so different and I just mm -hmm. love that you can bring that as you said like that magical piece to it that mystical piece and yeah. 
I would imagine that people would need to be really trusting and open to mm. the woo-woo or, you know, that spiritual side in order to, I guess, see see what you see and hear what they need to. Yes and no. And so that's what I love about the work that I do is because like, so you've got past life healing, which is what I do. And then you've got past life regression. And so past life, the difference here is past life regression is, so if we were in a session and you were doing a past life regression, you would be experiencing the past life yourself. You would be receiving um, the visions. You would be receiving the messages and all that kind of stuff. Whereas a healing, um, I experience that and I share it with you. And so the beautiful part to that is like, for, for one, you don't have to relive the past life. Yeah. Because often like, these these memories and these emotions like I said we we feel them in our body and so to go back and relive it can be extremely traumatizing yeah because we're not going to go back to like a real fluffy like unicorny time because generally there's nothing to heal from that from that right and so (laughs) you don't need to heal unicorns no exactly exactly they're just beautiful in itself and so these these times that we go back to can be traumatizing and so the beautiful thing about the healing is the fact that you don't need to experience that. Mm. And at the same time, me, me sharing the past life with you, you will be taken back to aspects of that because you are an intuitive human and because you are open to it and because you are so incredibly magical yourself. Mm. Right. And then like another part of that is the fact that so much of this and I know I've kind of spoken about this briefly in other like conversations that we've had is so much of our intuition and so much of this work um, that I do is based around imagination. Mm. Yeah. And so a lot of the times, like if you were to, like if I was to take you through a regression and I've heard a lot of people speak to this as well is more often than not, they will say, I'm just fucking making shit up. Yeah. Like I'm legit. Like I'm just creating this story in my head. I'm like, amazing. Yep. That's exactly what we want. And so then there comes a level of trust in yourself mm. as to what you're receiving. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much mm. because we don't play enough in our imagination. Oh, no. No. Like, and I've got, I've got a wild imagination. Mm. But also, uh, I always find this interesting with me. This is like a, the hidden side of Jackie where (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. Like I love my imagination, but there's times where I will. And I tell my partner, I have a dream because he Mm -hmm. would think that I'm absolutely nuts if I told him the reality of it. But like, I will just be sitting there like daydreaming. So thinking about something of something that's going to happen. Yeah. And then within a week or two, Mm. to a degree, that same thing happens. And it's Mm. like, fuck. Yeah. you know and I said to him like oh, I had a dream that this happened he's like really I'm like yeah but I obviously don't go into the depths because he would just be like you're crazy I'm locking you up right now yeah but it is this deep trust and it's and you know the difference like you know the difference well I know the difference between just thinking about things and you know making things up versus having this feeling of something happening and knowing that to a degree it is going to happen yeah and it's yeah it's it's interesting but I love that and I think Mm. everyone should play in their imagination more oh absolutely and it's like when you speak to you know um you know when you're just making shit up and it's like but do you like what is just making shit up where is that where is that coming from yeah yep where is that daydream coming from where is that imagination where is that creativity coming from like it's coming from somewhere Mm. so true oh so juicy and I remember this is another, you'll find this about me. I do a lot of side, side chats. I'm here, like, I'm um, totally here for it. When, That's where the magic is. Yeah. When Hunter was born, he is impatient. He was a surprise, we'll call him. And he was prem because he wanted to be Earthside earlier. And he's just an old soul. Oof. And one of the nurses Delicious. came in and she's like, he has been here before. She's mm. like, he is such an old soul. And from the moment he was born, he's just so curious. Like he just absorbs. Mm. He's so aware. Like it's really interesting to see. And it's something that until I had, I had done the work on me and like played with that spiritual side, 
I never would have thought about. Mm. But like I look at him and I'm like, oh, there's so much, so much going on. Like there's so much little wisdom in this little human yeah. who, you know, is trying to figure out what these things attached to his arms are. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful. And it's, yeah, I was going to say it's so beautiful. And especially like when I feel like when kids come into our life, like there's there's such a um is such a conception like preconception that you know we are the teachers mm. and it's like never the case like it's never the case <laughs> no. it's the complete opposite like they are coming into our life um to teach us so yep. many different things oh it would be so interesting I'm always so intrigued with what um like parents and children like their past lives are mm. yeah like especially these old souls that yeah. come in as babies and we're just like oh there's so, that be wise beyond anything we can imagine especially I think especially at the moment because of everything happening happening in the world for yeah. them to decide to because I think it's completely a decision to decide when to reincarnate and who to reincarnate to it's like to reincarnate at this time yeah with everything happening in the world that would have to be just not have to be, but like the level of wisdom that they have would just yeah. be incredible. Yeah. And he chose me. I know yeah. that it was like, you know, the one time type mm. thing. And it was like, Oh fuck, <laughs> but here he is. And it's, you know, and there it's was happened. such a grounding when I was carrying him, mm. there was such a grounding, like there was moments when, you know, pre being pregnant would have, I would have just lost my shit. And part of me was like doing that, but then also part of me was like, oh, well, Mm. you know, and I know that that was Mm. his energy and it's, it's been beautiful. Not sure if anyone can hear that. I was going to say crying in the background. (laughs) It is hilarious that he's like coming up to chat now. I know. Always a reason. It's bedtime and he's not happy about that. (laughs) So we talk about being intuitive humans Mm -hmm. and I believe we are, we all have intuition and mm. we are all intuitive, but yep. how do we learn to trust our intuition? Mm. This is such a good question. I love it. Um, and I think it's like the way in which we learn to trust anything in our life. So for example, what I mean by that is like, you know, we learn to trust our partners, like our loved ones by the little things that they do for us every single day consistently showing up for us holding space for our whole self like you know that feeling we get when we deeply trust somebody is from the small actions Mm. and that goes for ourselves as well so like you know we when we continually show up for ourselves uh, every day by you know moving our body or fueling ourselves with delicious energy like um, all of these different ways in which we show up for ourselves is just adding to that level of self-trust that we have. And so our intuition is no different, right? Like we learn to trust it by continually showing up for it, by continually listening to it, by continually holding space for it to be heard because so often we don't because we don't want to hear what it's got to say it's too difficult it's too scary it could mean changing our entire life yeah it could mean making drastic changes but trust isn't built with those drastic changes trust is simply built by trusting that inner voice when it's like hey you should turn down this road or hey this person in front of you is like guiding like you need to like connect with this person in front of you Like it's trusting those little moments of who you're being guided to, where you're being guided to, all of these different things. It's trusting that voice in the smallest of moments Mm -hmm. and actioning them. It's holding space for it so that, you know, when you do get that maybe a big intuitive hit for me, for example, it was, hey, this relationship, this, um, I was engaged to this, this uh, man at the time, this relationship isn't for you. And it's like, oh, that's massive. Yep, <laughs> but yep. like, you don't just trust your intuition instantly by doing those big drastic things. 
just like you don't trust the human in front of you by then um, doing big drastic things for you, like these big dramatic changes or yourself. It's simply those little things showing up continuously over and over and over and over again to build that trust. Mm. It's so powerful. Mm. It's so powerful. So if someone wanted to start leaning in, because, Mm. and I love that you said that because it's like so often it is there and we just ignore it. And we ignore it and we ignore it and we ignore it. We're like, nope, this is not what I should be doing. This is what, not what I should be doing. And then yeah. you just kind of get to a point where it becomes so loud that mm. you have no option yeah. but to listen. Yeah. So rather than getting to like, not the breaking point, but the breaking point where it's like, yeah. okay, I get it. I'm, yeah. I, you know, yeah. Um, how do we start trusting? How do we start leaning in that little bit beforehand? Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> we've all been there. We have yes. all been there. It's like, if you don't listen, the universe the universe is going to fucking make you listen. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. And it's going to make you listen in a way that you don't want to listen. Yeah. And <laughs> so I, look, I look back now at some of like my big moments and I was like, idiot. Like yeah. it was there. You knew mm-hmm. this. You had that feeling. You know, yeah. this, you know, there was this sign. There was, you know, whatever it was. And I guess that's where that compassion piece comes in too, because we can yep. go down that spiral of self-loathing for not listening, but then yep. also, but when you look at it from a place of, oh, okay. So that was, you know, yep. my intuition, the guides, whatever it is trying to yep. tell me. Yeah, um, And compassion is huge in this piece. Compassion is so huge because, you know, like we all have these moments where we think, oh, you're a fucking idiot. You should like, you knew this, like, of mm. course you freaking knew it, but that's okay. Like it was funny because <laughs> this this is kind of like a random story, <laughs> but I feel like it's here for it. Here um, for it. Like so, I was filling out my car, and there's two pump stations, like there's two um, pay stations, and I went to the first one, and my intuition was like, "This isn't going to work. Like it's broken." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, it'll be fine." Put my card in. It's like, "Sorry, this machine is not working." <laughs> I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, like <laughs> had a little meltdown, but went to the next one and I got on my car. I'm like, I feel like that it's, <laughs> I feel like we need to not listen to our intuition to understand that our intuition is always right. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's like, we always have to have these moments of you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you should have listened to understand that our intuition is actually really powerful and that we can trust it. And I think like, I don't believe in mistakes or anything like that. It's all lessons. Uh, but for the sake, like for the purpose of like explaining this, like, I think we need to like make mistakes and fuck up yep. so that we can really look back and understand that, oh, hang on a minute. Like I did actually know that, like my intuition was telling me this. I just chose not to listen. And so I think that can be beautiful feedback in regards to, okay, how do we actually lean in? How do we trust it? It's like going back through your life and understanding or like looking at what's, what's happened in your life where you have chosen not to listen. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. And it's like, my thing is there's no such thing as failure. Yeah. You know, it's only, you can, well, you know, you can see it as not achieving what you wanted, Mm -hmm. but there are always so many lessons. It's like, there is no such thing as failure because what you learn from failing is greater than anything. And it's one of those things where you have to fail in order to move forward. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if you were just handed everything and everything that you wanted just happened, Mm -hmm. like where's the growth? Yeah. There is none. There is none. It's like our soul is here to fail. Not so much to fail, but like, you know, it, it's here to learn. To those learn. Mis- yeah, exactly. It's here to learn those mistakes. It's here to learn, learn those lessons. Like it's literally why we're here. Yeah. And that's not to say, you know, we're not here to have fun and like actually just be in a playground. You know, I totally think we're in a playground, but there's no success or failure. It's just, it is all here to serve you in some way. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Okay. So for those listening, we just had to take a little break because Hunter decided he was starving and wouldn't stop crying. So 
thank you for your understanding (laughs) (laughs) honestly like this happened to another interview that I was doing the other day and it's just like I actually love it like I I really do love it because it's just it's just showing life Mm. like it's life happens it's totally okay and I think it's uh it's probably been one of my biggest lessons continuing on from lessons Mm. is that you know I've always been so structured and to a T and Mm. you know like think not I don't try and control things that are out of my control but like to be in control of what's happening and the biggest lesson is just been that I need to surrender and there's you know rescheduling things on days when a hunter's just having a day and having people that understand me having to stop a podcast interview midway because he needs feed and he won't stop crying like it's just you know this balance and I think that's societally you know it is that breaking that stigma of you can Mm. actually do both yeah you know whatever you want to happen you can make it happen you don't have to it doesn't have to look a certain way and one of my evolutions at the moment is knowing that how I used to work will never be the same again Mm. you know I will never work in the same way because I can't because mm. I have this little human and the lessons that I learn from him daily is just amazing. And it's trusting, well, trusting my intuition more than ever, mm. you know, having gone from not being a parent to now mm. having a child. And it's like, you actually know more than you think, you know, based on your intuition. And I think that's yeah. relevant with everything. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And what, a beautiful thing for you to witness as well Mm. is how your life has also uh, basically supported you to do that yeah like and the way in which you've created this life um, the humans that you have around you the humans that you interview on your podcast that where you can just be like hey sorry I've just got to go feed and they're like fucking yes like that's awesome like the fact that you've created that is epic yeah like is really freaking cool uh and I mean yeah the 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 intuitive mum chat holy shit like and I think as well uh hearing you speak that out it's like you know so much more about Hunter than you even know consciously as well yeah and so uh like tapping into your intuition and trusting your intuition like uh your higher self your intuition is always feeding you um so much information so much information that is going to support you to mum and in particular mum hunter because you know there's there's a huge relationship that's gone on in past lives not just in this lifetime where you've gotten to know him and you've gotten to know like um how he responds to certain things like oh there's just so much knowledge and wisdom that you hold as a parent that just goes beyond anything that we can ever imagine yeah and he is he's a teacher you know he's such a beautiful teacher Mm. and you know when we talk about you know trusting our intuition like starting small like listening to those voices and as you said like almost ignoring it and (laughs) then when she hits the fan you're like oh okay I get it now yeah how do we really start to tune in to what we need Mm. and embrace that yeah. So letting go of conditioning, expectations, fear, all of that. Like how do we just really start to tune in and listen to what we need as our own human? I feel like there's so many different ways we can approach this question. And I think like the first thing that comes to me when you ask that here is like really um, allowing your body to speak to you and to respond accordingly Mm -hmm. and so you know really starting to listen to what your body is asking of you first and foremost you know like your body is so wise and I think we never give it as much credit as we ever should it's Mm -hmm. like you know we we know when we need rest and when I when I say rest like I'm speaking to it could be like um you know our soul might need rest you know our mental like our mental space might need rest like our body might need rest and so it's like speaking to all of those different facets and 
really understanding, okay, well, what part of me requires rest mm. and how can I, how can I then honor that? And so when I say, you know, your soul might need rest, it's like, okay, well, what does that look like? What is like resting your soul truly mean? And for me, like whenever I think about resting my soul, I think I need to go put my feet in the ocean and just like allow myself um, to be held by mama earth. That's what my soul, like, so it's not just about, oh, you know, I need to have a nap, even though I, I'm, <laughs> I'm here for the naps. I'm, <laughs> but like rest looks so different in, yeah. in so many different ways. And so it's really starting to, okay, let's uh, tune into our body and understand what it's asking of us, asking, um, like really acknowledging that and honoring it. So a question like, and it could be this simple, like literally a question that I ask myself so often is what do I need right now? Mm-hmm. I love it. It's my, my favorite question. Yeah. And it's like such a simple, like mm-hmm. you could nearly say stupid question because it is so simple. Yeah. <laughs> Yet it's something yeah. we never do. Yeah. Like, it's just like, you can simply ask yourself a million times a day. What do I need right now? And again, this is a beautiful way to start trusting your intuition because it's your body and your intuition um, is always going to tell you exactly what you need. Yeah. Always. And I think the biggest piece here is ask yourself that question and shut up and listen. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Said lovingly, obviously, Yeah. but don't be like, what do I need? Okay. Well, I need to do this. Like get out of your head. Like, what do I need right now? Mm. And then stop. Yeah. You know, actually, yeah. Allow yourself to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I will sometimes ask myself when I'm journaling and just see what yeah. comes up, like mm. without thinking about it. Yeah. But other times I'll go outside, sit out, sit outside, close my eyes and ask myself yeah. while I'm taking like some deep breaths. Yeah. And that allows me that space. Yeah. Big time. And because if, I was going to say, you can like, you can ask that question while you're scrolling Facebook. <laughs> right. And it's not going to serve you at all. Whereas and if, if you dog blanket allowed- that the ad that ad <laughs> that's just popped up in my ads and I don't have yeah. a dog. <laughs> and it's like if you actually allow yourself to go outside, put your feet on the earth and ask that question, you're giving yourself that space to actually hear what's coming up for you. Yeah. And 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 I think the big thing here in regards to coming back to this trust piece as well is okay, allow yourself to hear it. Well, one, ask the question. Two, actually, uh, allow yourself to hear it and three fucking do it like honor it yeah. like don't just like hear the call of and like and I know this me and you're really similar in the similar in the state it's like I often get when I ask this question go and fucking play on the plane go and play on the flying fox yeah that is a way in which that I allow my inner child to just fucking be seen like big time yeah. um it's it's not receiving that and then being like oh no but I don't have time for that yeah. like uh, it's just nah, it's too much effort to get out there and it's just now nah, I've got to do this and I've got to do that it's like just shut up and listen <laughs> yeah yeah and it's the same with the rest piece you yeah. know rest isn't sleep like yeah yes everybody needs sleep and I'm yeah. also here for naps but yeah. it's like if you're getting up and you're like I'm just I need rest yeah. Don't go, oh, I'll do it after I finish the mm. 327 things on my to-do list because yeah. you're not listening. Yeah, exactly. And you get, well, for me, it used to be, mm. you know, cycles where I would just go, 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 go. And I didn't know what intuition was at this time. It was just like this life that never stopped. And then I would just crash and burn. Mm. Like I'd hit burnout every six to eight months for a couple of weeks. And then I just get up and do it all over again and so for like 15 years I lived in that cycle and then now I'm like oh my god like what was I doing and as a projector for anyone that knows human design I am not what why not wired like that I still don't necessarily agree that I'm a projector because I'm like I love being busy and I love working hard but for me it is very much around that balance and again you know knowing that now having Hunter, it's like, oh, okay. Like I now understand how important rest is. And I think becoming a mum has probably allowed me to not feel as guilty about resting. And I know that's a huge piece for so many people. Oh. It's like, we feel guilty for resting because, yeah. you know, it makes us lazy or yeah. what did you do all day? Or, yeah. you know, I've got to make sure other people's needs are met first. And it's, yeah. you know, so much conditioning around that. Oh, so much. 
like I know I shared with you the other day like you know I was one of those people that <laughs> if I was resting on the couch when my parents got home I would like jump up like if I heard them coming down the drive I'd jump up and like look busy like I'd like go and do the dishes or like doing just do something so that they wouldn't see me yeah. on the couch watching telly or just like chilling or whatever that looks like because there's so much like guilt associated to it it's like oh but you know like um they think I'm they're gonna think I'm being lazy or whatever whatever that story is for you uh but now like and it's so possible to flip that as well because like you said just another lesson that hunters come in to you know share with you is around that rest piece but now like it's rest again when I speak to rest I'm not just speaking like you said to sleep like I literally rest most mornings (laughs) like before I do any work like I I incorporate rest or play or you know just some form of joy in my life and it allows me to then show up in my work Mm -hmm. that much better yeah I love that and I was thinking this morning that I've got this little routine with Hunter surprisingly um (laughs) where it's like and Billy my cat she as soon as Chris gets up she wants to be fed. So she'll go and she'll eat and then she comes back and hops on the end of the bed. And now it's like this little routine where I get Hunter up and like the three of us are just on the bed in the morning for half an hour. And it's, Mm. you know, just brings me so much joy. Mm. But for me, similarly to what you said, I have that place, you know, when I'm, I grew up in country Victoria on the river, on the Murray. Beautiful. And oh, it's home. Like it is home to me. It's, I can, you know, in my darkest days, and there have been some very dark days, just being on the water or near the river or mm-hmm. at the banks in the bush yep. is home to me. And that's when yep. all of my messaging comes through, like, because yep. everything mm-hmm. disappears. Yep. So if you want to learn, for anyone listening, if you want to learn how to trust your intuition, find that place. Absolutely. Find that place where you feel at home. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to look like at home, yep. but in, in your... Uh, example yeah it is but just the surroundings of it shit yes I cannot agree with that more yeah and go to the place where you feel at home yeah you shed that ocean piece and sometimes be like oh I don't and don't try and again don't try and control that like don't try and control Mm. what that looks like some people are water babies some people uh, are not some people are ocean some people are river some people are forest some people are bush like yeah it doesn't matter like it's just that the place where things feel still and silent and easy like calm and yeah yeah, the bush is that for me and if I I find that I get really angry at myself if I go up to visit my parents and I don't go out the bush Mm -hmm. but I go for a walk or a run or a drive or whatever I'm like what are you doing like this is your place like you go you go to the bush (laughs) but and when I don't I'm like oh so it's one of those things that I really notice and I think during lockdowns especially because you know, I couldn't go anywhere for two years. Yep. It was the big thing that I missed. It's like, I just, mm. I need to be out of the bush. Yeah. And just hearing you speak that out, like going back to that control piece, mm. like if you want to lean into your intuition, if you want to trust your intuition, stop controlling it. Mm. <laughs> like, and mm-hmm. stop controlling what you're receiving. Because I think like so often, like you said, you know, if you're not a water person, don't keep pushing yourself to the water. Like if you're a bush person, amazing, trust the bush, you know, like trust what you receive and where you receive it. Yeah. Stop trying to control it to look like somebody else's yeah. or trying to make it look like something that is not yours. I think so often, like, uh, for example, the way in which we receive intuition is different for every single person. Mm-hmm. And so often, like I hear people say, yeah, but like, like I can feel this, but like, I can't see it and I want to see it. And it's like, yeah, cool. But like, you're not honoring, you're not acknowledging the way in which you're already receiving it. So why would you be able to see it? Yeah. And I think that's huge. Again, coming back to that control piece, it's stop trying to freaking control how you're receiving it and just acknowledge the way in which you are receiving it first and foremost. And the more you lean into that, the more you lean into that state, into that space, you will start, being given uh different ways of receiving it yeah 
I agree. And I think one of the problems with, you know, doing this work is there are some people, not all, and, you know, the people in our circles Mm. aren't like this, but there are some people out there who are like, you must do this. Mm. You need to do this this way. This is the only way to blah, 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 blah. And I don't believe, like, it's bullshit. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And and I think that's another piece around honoring your intuition. If someone, if you're working with a coach or mentor or anything and they say, they make a suggestion, mm-hmm. yeah, what about this? If it feels good, like, yeah, cool, I'm going to play with that. But if someone makes a suggestion, and I remember this is perfect example, when I was studying to be a coach, I was working with my buddy and we had, um, you know, we we're going through a coaching session and she said, what about doing a... Um, she say she goes what about doing like a brain map I was like what she goes you know like just sort of mapping things out and doing it this way I was like nope (laughs) nope (laughs) like and whereas now that is a huge part of what I do but like at that time I was like no that doesn't feel right for me yeah and so if someone makes a suggestion and you're you physically yeah feel that that it's like oh this is not aligned this is like I don't want to do this don't be like oh yeah okay and just do it because yeah it's not going to give you the solution. Like, and that's why, you know, a lot of the time people will ask you, what do you think you need? And I know sometimes, and well, here comes this trust piece again. Yeah. Often, you know, my clients and they'll laugh at this when I say this, because I'll be like, what do you need? And they're like, can't you just tell me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, I can give you some, I can ask you some questions and I can give you some options, but I will never like, I will never come in with try this. You know, the question is always, what do you need? And rather than just trying to seek the answers externally and wanting someone to tell you, take a second to check in. Mm, And if you do take that moment and nothing comes through, then fine, you know, like let's play. But I think it's just that self-trust piece. It's so important, isn't it? Oh, it's so important. And like hearing you speak that out, like when, you know, you said no to that that brain map that you guys could hear this through, like through your headphones it's like you can hear Jackie's body just like no I don't want to fucking do that like you can feel that no yeah like you can feel physically feel that no in your body just like you can feel a yes or like that just full blown that full body yes that feels freaking delicious I'm here for that yeah those are huge messages and it's funny hearing you speak out that when you're working with clients and saying, I'm never going to tell you what to do. Sometimes I, I play around with this and whether it's for myself or with my clients. Uh, and I think this is a really, like, I do preface this and I will share what I mean by this in a minute. Um, like, I think this is a really beautiful way of starting to tune into your intuition is actually starting to ask external people what you should do. Mm. Um, and why you would do that is to actually um, feel into their response. Yeah. So acknowledge what their response brings up in you. So say, for example, like I tell you, Jackie, to oh, do, a brain, um, do a brain map. And you're like, oh, no, I don't want to fucking do that. So that's your intuition speaking to you. So yeah. you're, not, you're not asking me what to do for my response. Like, yeah. <laughs> for my feedback or anything like you're simply asking so that you can receive the feedback that you need to make a decision yeah it's like you know you go to somebody like you go to your partner like you're trying to decide what to wear it's like should I wear the red dress or should I wear the black dress oh fuck I don't know the red dress like I feel really oh like I feel really powerful in my red dress but oh people will think too like I'm just too much and da 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 the black dress oh maybe so you go to your partner what dress should I wear oh definitely wear the red um definitely wear the black dress I don't want to fucking wear the the black dress (laughs) it's so true yeah and so you go with the red dress because you're literally like your response to their response was no I'm not like I'm not gonna listen to you so you you know so it's just another way to really feel into um, what you truly desire by asking others so that you can tap into your reaction to their response. Mm, I love that. Mm. I do. I really, really love that because it's true. And as a coach, you know, like, you know, yeah. when you make a suggestion and it's a no from them. Yeah. Um, because you feel it. Yeah. You feel it. Absolutely. And 
like you guys felt Jackie's no when she was speaking it out like you know that's what we feel too (laughs) yeah yeah and you don't have to say anything we just we just know that it's a no um and that's why you know coaching is so beautiful because it's so unique to everybody as we as is intuition as is the past life as is your healing as is everything so it's like letting go of you know what you think things need to look like yeah and mm-hmm. you know this is again another side side chat if you're working with someone and you feel that no and they try and force you to do it like it's a fuck no question <laughs> question that relationship because yeah. it's yeah you know you don't want to cause yourself more harm yeah more absolutely. harm and again I'll sometimes be like, no, that's a no. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's okay. I'll do it. I'm like, no, you won't. I don't want you to do it because you don't want to do it. And again, like there's that people pleasing piece. And where did that come from? Yeah. It's like, I could not agree more with this. And it's like, uh, whenever I'm, um, I don't want to say sell it. Well, I guess I, I do sell. Let's of course you can take the shittiness around selling yeah. but you know selling when I'm selling is, you know, to somebody yeah um and they're like they tell me no like I will always respond with oh, I'm just like thank you like yeah. thank you like I f- I'm so freaking here for your aligned no yeah like I'm so here for your aligned no because if this doesn't feel like a full body yes for you yeah. then like I am just really honoring the fact that you have um the courage you have the connection to yourself to really feel into that and be like no you know like that's not what I need right now um like so powerful it is so powerful and I would much prefer a no than like nothing or silence yeah maybe yeah big time because it's like if it's a maybe you know are you in or you're not in Mm. if you're not in just tell you so tell me it's a no yeah, you know, definitely. And, and there's there's so much power. Like I, I think this comes back to well, trusting yourself because you're trusting yourself that you can share that no with somebody, but you're trusting in your power to share that no. Mm, and yep. that in itself is a huge way to build um build up so much in your world, but like 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 call back so much of your power. Yeah. Is and by I, responding with a no. Yeah. And I think we put such emphasis on no it's like yeah. you know no's a dirty word it's not a dirty word no why is no not as amazing as a yes mm. yeah. you know in all aspects of our life yeah you know but it's conditioning it's yeah. past life it's all of these experiences yeah. that we feel that you know yeah. we can't say no and it's like yeah. once you learn to say no it's kind of life-changing yeah it is and no's aren't negative like as you said like if you're you know someone's interested in working with you and you are you are selling because it's what we do yeah, with business absolutely owners, yeah. you know um yeah. we're not sleazy car salesmen or real estate <laughs> agents or anything <laughs> yeah but it's like you don't want to work with someone that doesn't want to work with you no, no. I don't want someone to say oh yeah let's do it and they're not in because it's yeah they're not going to show up icky yeah like, I, and we don't want them to show up from that place. No. Like we no. never, yeah. Like, I'm never here to talk you into no. working with me. Yeah. No. Oh, so, so. I good. feel like that could go on a, com- like, this is such yeah. a different yeah, tangent, I know. but I love I it. Like, yeah, that's a whole other, that's a whole but other, I mean, like, whole other it, it still comes back to, you know, like calling back your power, trusting your intuition, sharing what is aligned for you. Mm. Yeah. So before we finish up, if there were, you know, five, so let's go five. This is just it's like a random question off the top of my head because that's how I roll. <laughs> uh, top five tips <laughs> leaning into. <laughs> sound like such a cornball. <laughs> what are your top five tips? This is like a job interview, isn't it? I know, right? Top five tips to, you know, healing and trusting your intuition mm. first one I, i'm not gonna count because i'm <laughs> just, just start riffing them off tips. let's go with that <laughs> <laughs> oh first one 
is I know I, ha- I know people hate this because they're like it's it's so obvious and at the same time so hard is but you actually need to quiet the external world mm. yeah that you actually need to just be with yourself yeah and yes it's hard <laughs> this is a loving get over it <laughs> Because you can't hear your intuition if there is so much external noise around you. Yeah. And the and before you even need to, before you even learn to trust it, you need to hear it. Yeah. And there is a difference between silence and stillness. Yeah. People. So <laughs> get comfortable in the stillness. Yeah. Not just the silence. Mm. Again, that's a whole other podcast episode we could go down to. <laughs> right. Um, right. The external world quiet the external world second one is well honor it like once you receive that download like once you truly receive it is actually honor it follow through with it and like this looks like um you know for example like these are just little random things that I receive like you know we're going for a picnic and I'm like oh like get this random intuitive hit make sure your partner packs a fork I'm like of course he's going to fucking pack a fork. Why wouldn't he pack a fork? Get out there. Oh, fuck. I forgot the forks. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's once you hear those intuitive hits, just actually actioning it, yep. speaking it out loud. Yep. All right. Uh, the third one is, what is the third one? What do I want to share here? I want to say work with somebody who is actually going to hold space for you um, to hear it and to connect with it on a deeper level. Yeah. So that could look like a coach. It could look like a healer. It could include passive healing. It could include Reiki. It could look like um, tapping. It could like look like any sort of thing where you are connecting to yourself on a deeper level, because yes, it's all good and well, you know, like we can say quiet the mind, slow down the external noise around you like as you know that's hard right Mm -hmm. and so if you have a support person around you who's creating the space for you to do that it can be a game changer it's uh, I can't speak to the power of having someone hold that space for you yeah because you know I think when we truly feel seen when we truly feel comfortable when we truly Mm -hmm. feel like it doesn't matter what comes out of our mouth the lessons and the downloads and the realizations and the growth that you will have Mm. is incredible. So whoever you're working with, whatever modality it is, make sure you feel safe in that space. Mm -hmm. Again, don't just do it because someone else told you to, or because, you know, whatever, because who who and what you need at the time is going to look different. But if you don't feel safe, you're not going to go there. Absolutely. And that's another, like, choosing the right person and actually working with the right person is an intuitive message in itself. Like, you know the people you're drawn to. Like, you're listening to this podcast because you love and adore Jackie, right? If you're listening to this and you're vibing with me, that's an intuitive response in itself notice and this is another tip is like notice where your energy is going yeah trust where it's going trust who you are guided to trust when when I say trust like this is all just like really becoming curious like feeling into like um leaning into the response that you get when you meet certain people you know you can you you guys know the feeling when you meet somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, I fucking love you. Let's be <laughs> friends forever. <laughs> or on the flip side of that, you meet somebody you're like, oh yeah, nah, like I never want to see you again. There's like this huge, just nah, no, no, we just know. <laughs> yeah, no. And even like, you know, you can listen to podcast episodes and maybe love a podcast and they might do an interview and you're like, oh, I can't listen to this anymore. Yeah. Or meditations, yeah. like guided meditations. Yep. You might say oh, like, yep. voices. nope, nope. Yep. nope. <laughs> Big time, big time. And so your energy does not lie. (laughs) Your energy does not lie. So really just become curious 
Like mm. curiosity is huge in this game. Just become curious about uh, where your energy is guiding you. What lights you up? What doesn't? It can literally be that simple. And that this is another tip. Again, I'm just gonna. I don't even know what we're up to. Stop overcomplicating shit. Mm. Just stop it because you know you might um, be guided to the certain person. And then your ego is like, tells you all the reasons why you can't actually follow through with um, messaging that person or working with that person, all of that kind of stuff. Like, or, um, you know, you might get, you might receive this download and this intuitive hit where it's like this little whisper of, oh, you need to do this. And then all of a sudden your ego pops up and it's like, oh, but you can't do that because da 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 da, you're not good enough. You're not this, you're not that, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. So, you know, stop overcomplicating things <laughs> and yep. just allow that allow that whisper to be heard and either write it down, express it out loud because we want to like, like we want to catch it. I want to say like, we want to hold on to it without letting our ego run the story, like run the game because so often that is what's limiting us from really fully trusting it is because the ego is so much louder than our intuition and it takes a shitload of courage and it takes a shitload of I don't want to say control but like um, nearly surrender the flip side of that to to lean into that whisper instead of listening to that loud voice yeah and what you'll find is what I found is when you live in alignment your head and your heart will tell you the same thing your ego and your intuition will tell you the same thing if you're in alignment if there's something and you're getting two completely different messages, mm. then something like there's work to be done. There's something to be looked at. Yep. Mm. And that again can be really hard. Yep. Big time. And our ego is never like, oh, it's never just going to tell us, oh, you're not good enough. Or like, you know, like your, your intuition might tell you, oh, you need to um, reach out to this person. And then the ego will pop up and be like, oh, but you're not good enough to do that. And then so you don't reach out to the person. And then your ego will say, well, why the fuck didn't you reach out to that person? Mm. <laughs> you know? I mean, <laughs> I'm going to, before we finish up, because I'm mindful of time, but like I know that we could talk for days. Yep. Before I finish up with a final question, I'm going to share a story yep. where, you know, I just had to put my ego aside. And it was kind of like a really, uh, I'm going to say embarrassing moment, but also not at the same time. I remember the first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so here for this. (laughs) So I remember the first round of TSE that I created and I was like, you know, and I, the guest speakers have evolved over time and changed depending on what people are doing and that kind of thing. And I sat down and I looked at who I wanted to have as my guest speakers. And there was one person who is just amazing, mm. incredible. She's just, you know, I can't tell you, I can't tell you what an awesome person she is. And I was like, sure, you know fuck it. I'm just going to message them. And, you know, being, I was still working full time. So my business was very much just a side business and I do pay my guests for the program because I believe in honoring that I mm. obviously you know realize that depending on where businesses are depends on how much you can offer type thing yeah. anyway so I reached out to this person they're like I'm gonna get my VA to message you. I'm like cool so I sent an email blah blah, blah. and then you know <laughs> a reference at the time I think I paid I was offering um I don't know 100 150 I don't know however much it was it was a couple yeah. hundred dollars yeah and I got the thing back saying um, thanks for your offer. Here's a list of their speaking fees for our workshop. Their speaking fee was ten thousand dollars. Shit balls. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> and but it was kind of like that was the first time that I had put my ego aside and just been like, you know, part of it was like, I don't. I'm sure this person isn't going to want to do this, but fuck it. Like, yeah. let's just see what happens. But also such a, like, you know, there was no, you know, I'm sure they it was probably like, are you kidding me? But at the same time, it's like, it doesn't matter, you know? No. And I laugh at that because it's funny. Like, yeah. you know, we do things and I could very easily turn around and hate on myself 
and be mm-hmm. like, oh, you idiot. Like, why would you contact them as if they were interested in speaking for you? Like, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, cool. I put myself out there. Yeah. Took a risk. Yeah. I freaking love that. And it just shows so much courage. Yeah. So much courage to really, um, yeah, trust. Like, just because, you, you know, you may have had an intuitive hit to be like, oh, you should contact this person. And mm-hmm. so you following through with that, you know, you might have turned around and be like, why the fuck did you tell me that? Like, that was a stupid thing to do. Um, just because, you know, you get this intuitive hit, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to um, work out the way that you think it's going to work out. Yeah. It's always going to work out the way it needs to work out, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the way that you think yeah. it's going to work out. And, you know, something else that has been a beautiful lesson for me is when we have these hits when it's like you know maybe trying something new or speaking to someone or asking someone something the worst thing that can happen is they say no yeah or it doesn't work so nothing actually changes no so the worst thing that can happen is nothing yeah you know and like and at the same time like even if they've said no like you've put yourself up there and you've shown up for yourself and that is so much more important than them saying yes yeah 100%. And from, and, you know, maybe they did say no, but that's, you know, it doesn't matter because you actually put yourself out there. You showed up and you actually got an answer instead of like, oh, I wonder if, I wonder what would have happened. Yeah. Don't, don't be left with, I wonder what would have happened yeah. if I had have followed that. Yeah. If I had have trusted it, just, just trust it and see what, or see where it leads you. It's always going to lead you on the path that you need to be on. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for this chat. And again, thank you for the intermission in the middle. So welcome. (laughs) To close out today, I would love to know what does showing up in the world as your true self mean to you? Mm. So this for me is, I would answer this (laughs) differently every single day. (laughs) And that's what showing up as my true self means. So allowing myself uh, to transform to evolve to be different from moment to moment Mm. and so just allowing myself to show up exactly as I am in every single moment knowing that how I show up right now isn't may not necessarily be how I show up tomorrow Mm. and being okay with that and so just yeah I think what's what wants to come through is for me, for many years, uh, I have uh, really struggled with my voice mm-hmm. um, and struggled sharing my voice. And I've always come from a place of, oh, but what is everybody else around me doing? Yeah. What, how, is, how are other people speaking? Or um, what are they saying? Or anything like that. And so a big thing for me now and the way in which I show up as my true self is trusting what wants to actually be channeled through me. Yeah. Like, so, so now like, you know, um, coming on this podcast, for example, like I don't, I don't prep a huge amount for it because like that is when I get stuck and Mm. that's when I don't show up authentically Yeah. because I'm not allowing um, my whole self, my true self to actually work through me. Yeah. I'm overcomplicating things. I'm over, yeah, I'm overthinking things. Yeah. And, and that's why my true essence isn't coming through. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise, it's, you know, <clears throat> there's not much prep for my end either. It's like, yeah. here's a couple of questions that we might go down. Yeah. But let's just have a chat. Yeah. And yeah. Cause sometimes where you think things are going to go, they don't. Yeah. So I love that every day is different and yeah. honoring that. And that's where the magic is as well. Like, you know, I think when we prepare too much, and I mean, this doesn't go for everybody because everyone is completely different, but I think there is the magic lies when we allow things to unfold exactly as they're meant to. Mm. So, you know, like um, having a few questions and allowing the conversation to go where it needs to go. That's where the magic is. The magic isn't in preparing like, five pages of scripts of how this episode or whatever it is that you're doing is going to go down. It's allowing the magic to unfold because there is so much magic in that space of just 
um, surrendering to what needs to be shared. Yeah, so much. Mm. Thank you so much, my love. This has been such a juicy chat and such a beautiful way to spend my day. So thank you for Today. being here. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been a, a podcast interviews are becoming like one of my fave things to do. <laughs> whether I'm like, chats. yeah, whether I'm interviewing somebody or being interviewed, like it's just like fast becoming one of my fave things because it is so freaking juicy. Like, yeah, oh, I'm here for this sort of connection. I know. I feel like so, we've got like episodes two, three, four, and five coming out soon. Yeah. Mm, I'm here for that. <laughs> so here for that. Oh. All right. Thank you so much. Mm, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.